Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, promoting pathological positivity today at Live on Purpose Radio. And I have a fantastic guest with me again today. Now, some of you are going to recognize her voice because she talks to you all of the time. In fact, um, she may be talking to you in your car as we speak. Now, Karen, you probably get this a lot. Um, Karen Jacobson is my guest today. Karen is the voice behind many of the GPS systems in automobiles around the world. And I understand uh, maybe behind Siri as well. Um, Karen, you can clear up anything I'm getting wrong about this, but welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, at the next intersection, turn left. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. I was hoping you would do something like that. Oh, good. Oh, good. Wow, it's great to be here. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Now, Karen, you are also a singer. And can I just put in a a little observation here? Because you and I met recently at the National Conference for the National Speakers Association, uh, and you are the president, I understand, of the New York chapter. Yes. And I serve currently as the vice president of the Mountain West chapter. Oh. Um, so we ran into each other in a leadership meeting back there, but you also just nailed the national anthem in one of our main meetings there, and it was beautiful. It just sent chills up my spine. You did a beautiful job with that. Thank you for Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. That's always my pleasure. And as I acknowledge that to our audience, tell us just a little bit about this other thing. You are also known as the GPS girl. Yes, I am. My speaking voice uh, found its way into, gosh, 100 million GPS units and 240 million phones and computers. And it's a very unusual thing to have happen. You know, I'm a singer and a songwriter. Mm-hmm. by trade, and that's been my life and background, and I've done voiceover work over the years, moved from Australia to New York City, and then one of my voiceover jobs was for a voice system mm-hmm. that has ended up, you know, kind of putting my voice in a lot of places I didn't expect it to be. Right, which is a, a fantastic opportunity for you to have an introduction to people that you might not have had an introduction to otherwise. Look, I will meet people pretty much daily Mm -hmm. who just want to tell me the the stories about their relationship with their GPS, the stories about the trips, the wonderful trips we've taken together, and they are very familiar with me, and it's a lot of fun. And Now, do you have a name for your GPS? I do, actually. And what is it? Maybe I should change it to Karen, but ah, okay. I, I call my GPS La Fonda. 
Oh, I love it. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, Napoleon Dynamite. It's stupid. I don't recommend it. <laughs> but that's where the name comes from. It was just kind of a silly movie that my kids liked, and I just picked up on the name. So I, But most people do, don't they? They have a name for their GPS. Yeah, they do. And it's it's a fun piece of pop culture, I think, mm-hmm. that is, has developed and unfolded. And I just happen to be able to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not, as I said, anything that I expected to have happen in my life or in my career, but I've made the conscious choice to tie that in with um, a lot of my skills and yes. my purpose. Right. I I picked up your book also at the convention. It's called The GPS Girl's Roadmap for Your Future. And it's it's kind of a journaling book. Yes. I noticed as I was reading through this book, Karen, that if I want to ask my GPS system to take me somewhere, my GPS wants to know where that is. In order just to get like the... in life. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, talk yes. about that for just a minute because I think that's that's one of the purposes of your book and why you put it out. Well, it is. It is uh it is it's exciting to live a created life. And by that, I mean to really intentionally make decisions about the direction you want to head in life, to write goals down, to have something to strive for and then to work toward it. But in many of my conversations with people and I ask, well, what, you know, if I had a, if I had a magic wand, what would you do? The number (laughs) one, and guess the number one answer to that question. Hmm. I don't know is the number one answer to that question. Yes. And I find that so sad because it is possible, because it is possible to actually create our lives. Right. And, and so many people on the planet are still not really aware that that's the case or don't believe that it could possibly be true. And I just can tell you from experience, as I'm sure you have experienced, you have a way greater chance of something happening if you have made a decision about it in advance. That's right. That's right. And and it's not to say that life is always going to go the way you want it to go, but there's more chance of it happening if we do that and if we make some conscious decisions than just to decide, Mm -hmm. well, I'm just going to see what happens. As opposed to almost zero chance of creating what it is you want when you don't know what you want. That's the sad part to me. And I have, there are tools I have used through my whole life, well, at least for 20, 25 years, where I have gone through different exercises and a lot of it is writing. You know, a lot of it is Mm -hmm. sitting and writing Mm -hmm. down and getting clear about, well, what is it I love to spend my time doing? What is it that I want to create? Where would I love to live if I could live anywhere? And what kind of people would be around me? And what am I, what am I doing with my time? What brings me the most joy? These right. are not necessarily dinner party conversation questions. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to create a book that gave people the opportunity to really sit and reflect and make some decisions about those things. Right. And asking our own mind, really, what is it that I want? Where do I want to go? 
Exactly, exactly. And, to you know, I believe we all have an inner GPS, an inner sense, mm-hmm. and that we, when we know how to listen to that, it doesn't steer us wrong. Right. But there's a lot of noise in life. Mm. And we are absolutely bombarded by technology and by a, a billboard and an advertising uh, commercial on every surface, everywhere we look. So to have the time and the space to just be mm-hmm. and to really hear our own inner self and what it is we want to do and what is right for us takes effort these days, I believe. That effort is probably a little more than we thought, but not as much as we fear. Exactly. Oh, beautifully put. You know, I was just thinking also about, uh, I think Mark Twain might have beat you to the punch, Karen, <laughs> as far as giving people directions. He said, you know what? I can tell anybody how to get exactly what they want in life. I just can't get people to tell me what they want. Right. And right. I think that's kind of the theme that I'm picking up here, that get clear about that. Have the courage, take the time and actually put in the effort to ask yourself the question, what is it that I want? And then allow yourself to dream without all of the noise yeah. that, that you mentioned. Right. Allow yourself to dream and allow yourself to have conversations with other people about what they want mm-hmm. and the people in your life and the people in your family. And the most amazing conversations can unfold. Yes. And when you then start to create an environment where you are speaking out loud about how you would love things to be, it makes life uh, so much more enjoyable yes. than complaining or trauma sharing or watching too much news. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think we always remember that we have a choice in the matter. No. That is the key hurdle, I believe, is that we don't remember that we have a choice. And there mm-hmm. is a very strong victim mentality right. and uh, attitude that is perpetuated by humanity, and that's reflected in the media and in other places. And that's, I think that is a big hurdle because that mm-hmm. reinforces the, that vic, the victim side of things that, oh, well, this is happening to me. I mean, a lot of times you, we'll, we'll go through a bad situation in life and we'll feel like, oh, this is happening to me. Mm-hmm. I, and rather than, okay, well, this is what's occurring and I can make a choice to act powerfully in this situation, no matter how challenging it might be. Yes. Or I can really play the victim card, mm-hmm. which isn't to say we're not allowed to feel, fully feel our emotions. I'm not saying that at all. Oh, right. But I am saying to consciously choose, okay, this is a time for grieving. Mm-hmm. And at some point it won't be. Rather than this is, woe is me, this is happening to me. Yeah. And in that victim mentality like you're talking about, it, it starts to feel personal Three P's, really. Personal, pervasive, and permanent. Oh, yes. I get stuck here. But like you're saying, mm. there's another option. 
the more we practice something, the better we get at it. So, which, you know, across the board with pretty much everything in life. So if we are practicing complaining, boy, are we going to get really good at that and stuck in it. And if we're practicing feeling good and practicing looking at, well, what, what, how else could I make that happen? Mm-hmm. How else could I love my, or what else do I love about my life? I mean, it really is about asking the right questions right. of ourselves. And then hanging in there to find some alternative answers to the ones that we habitually pull up in our mind. That's right. And I, look, I, I love to talk about recalculating in life like you can oh. when you're driving your car. Yes. So things aren't going the way you want them to. Well, that can be the case in with major uh, occurrences in life and it can be on a, on a daily basis it can happen a lot of times in a day that you know we miss a plane or we a flight is delayed or we miss a bus or a meeting is changed so so many opportunities during a day to feel to have something not go the way we wanted it to or to go wrong and to judge mm-hmm. that and feel bad. And before we know it, we're writing off the day. We're writing off the week. Uh, you know, I, there are years where I'll start to hear people in about October going, oh, I just can't wait till this year's over. And they've written the year off, which is so, so sad. Because it's, it's look, we all get worn down. But to be able to have the tools to notice mm-hmm when that is occurring and we, when we are starting to use that kind of language right? and to be able to go, okay, well, I am the person, as you said, who does get to choose mm-hmm. and I'm going to give myself the rest of this week to feel so crappy. <laughs> but on Sunday, I'm going to let myself feel really great. That will be enough. And then I'll recalculate. You know what? I just, I just realized something, Karen. I appreciate you. And your attitude, because when I get lost and I make a wrong turn, I hear your voice just come over and you're not even annoyed. You're not even upset with me. Right. Having, you just say, recalculating. Mm-hmm. I say you. I mean. Right. <laughs> but that, what a great attitude that would be if we could just take that on, because life is going to hand us some surprises. Yes, it is. And uh, we get down that wrong street. What are we going to do? But the, the, beauty, the beauty of this principle is, it is an, it's something to practice. It is mm-hmm. a practice, and it is something that yes. can, you, we can Im- become better at and learn to do more quickly in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, to, to be able, and really awareness is the number one thing. To, and I have five directions for recalculating, and the number one direction is to notice when you're off route. Yes. Just by simply, no- simply noticing, we're able to bring some awareness and mindfulness to it, and we can then have we then have the choice to either do something or not do something about that. Right. Yes. Ah, Karen, thank you so much for for sharing some of your insights with us here today. I want to make sure people have a way to get in contact with you. You've got a website, thegpsgirl.com. I sure do. And the book that I mentioned there, The GPS Girl's Roadmap for Your Future, it's there. It's right there on the on the website. Mm-hmm. It's on um, i iBooks and Amazon and there's an ebook and it's all wherever you buy books, you can find the book. It's generally <laughs> available. We'll say that. 
That's right. And uh, it's an opportunity, like we talked about earlier, for you to ask yourself, where do I want to go? And then spend some time in your own mind getting clear about that. Uh, there are ways to get there, and the GPS girl can help you find those ways. <laughs> but you got to be clear about where you're going, right? And it's just, I love to say that it is never too late to recalculate, be- yes. because it isn't. That's right. It doesn't matter where we are in our lives, at whatever stage or age or situation, there is always room for some possibility. That's absolutely true. Karen, it's been amazing to talk to you here today. Folks, go to the gpsgirl.com. Remember the word the gpsgirl.com. Oh, yes. Oh, can I just say also, I'm also there on Twitter at the GPS Girl and Facebook, and I also wanted to say you have reached your destination. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much, everybody. Figure out where you want to go. We can help you get there. Live on purpose. 